for agility's sake. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Kyle Spitzley, your host. With me today is Tina Abdu. How are you, Tina? I'm good, thank you. Awesome. Well, for our listeners, would you mind starting with just what's your, your role and why agility matters to you? Sure. My role is VP of Enterprise Architecture Planning and the Agile Transformation Office. That's a lot. It is. And agility for Amway is really about how we're going to be moving forward and keeping pace with the industry. Hmm. The industry is moving so fast in all sectors. And we as a company need to keep pace. We need to get product out to customers, to ABOs quicker with higher quality, get that feedback, pivot quickly, and we're moving in that direction. And in order for Amway, literally, to be in business in 10 to 15 years, we have to continue the agility journey and implementing our agile practices so that we can deliver to the customers Mm. in the ABOs. I love that. And this reminds me of a conversation with Francisco where this was about He said, I care about this because it's allowing us to help people live better lives. We want to continue to help people live better lives. And the way that, and I I know you said industry, I don't think you meant just direct selling. I think you mean the the marketplace. The marketplace in general, because Mm -hmm. Amway is direct selling, but direct selling companies are not our only competition. Yeah, I think the smaller companies, the startups, the, the, the disruptors are the ones that are most dangerous. Right. Because they don't have the, the, the overhead and the, the long history. And the, I mean, unfortunately, when a company gets so big, you have to have some process and bureaucracy to right. get, uh, you know, to help, help things be structured. They don't have that. And they can just run and solve a problem for a customer really fast. We have to be able to do that. We have to pivot and be able to do that, right? Exactly. Hmm, I love it. Okay, so um, it's clear, you know, we've, uh, I've talked with lots of different team members from development teams and product teams, and it's clear how this helps a team that is building a thing and developing a product or an idea or a strategy. Um, how does this help uh, a leader, like someone in a vice president position as yourself? Yeah, great question. So for leaders, we found that product teams, agile teams, they're happier. Mm. So when staff is happier, the work is getting done at a faster pace. They're more committed. There's trust among the team. So from a leadership perspective, and from an organizational perspective, that's huge. Yeah, I think HR would love that. Yes. Oh, people are happy. It's great engagement. Teams also are more predictable. So Mm -hmm. as we look at agile teams, they're delivering in smaller chunks. And so they take the epic and the feature, and they're able to then break it down and get things out quicker to customers, get that feedback loop, and just pivot quicker. Mm -hmm. And so teams that are working from beginning of concept to the end delivery to the customer, and they control that, they love that. Mm-hmm. I think that autonomy is is really important for the team. Yeah. It, I mean, I feel like, and just being in the Agile Transformation Office, I've probably said this before, I feel the sense of like excitement to come to work because right. of what we're doing. Like, I, I feel I want to work on this more than I probably should. Not right. in an unhealthy way, but 
it's I haven't felt that in a long time for I want to get up and go to work and do this thing because I'm looking forward to what happens and what comes next. Yeah, we're hearing that from a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of staff, a lot of people that are in the product teams and the collaboration yeah. uh, between the team members uh, has really increased. Yeah. So um, I'm going to skip around in here a little bit. The you know we talk a lot about what's good and the benefits and the positive things. What are you hearing are some of the challenges and like the struggles that teams have? So as we move right to more agility in the agile teams, there's this misconception at times that KPIs tracking shouldn't be done. That we and don't need that anymore. We don't need it anymore, and we need it but we need it at a different level, and we need probably different KPIs. Yeah, what we measure has to change, right? Correct, So we still, as a company, have to measure if we're delivering business value with the end product. Yeah, are the customers happy? Are they buying more products? Are they selling more products? Exactly, Mm -hmm. the quality that is being delivered. Mm -hmm. We can pivot quicker, so we can fix those bugs, issues, yeah. Right? So that's a good thing. But we also have to measure and continue to improve upon the way we're uh, fixing those quality issues and deploying them into production. So I, I think that KPIs and tracking, not in, not in the what we call the waterfall way of things, mm. but in the agile world, that there still is an importance and a benefit to the organization yeah. to be doing that. Not to be a, a negative to the product team or leadership, but to help bring visibility to where improvements can be made. Yeah, so we're not measuring those things so we can go take a stick and whack no. the ones that are, you know, that's red or that's behind. We don't, that's not the approach, Absolutely right? not. Actually, mm. red is good. Red I, means. I wish we would change the color. Red is a good thing because yeah. red is showing that there's a roadblock, that they, the team may need additional resources, the team may need something to help them overcome that, or they, they're going to come up with the solution. Yeah. So red in the agile world is actually a good thing. Yeah, I think for me that like red is a cry for help. Yes. It's a hey, we're we I mean, we had a plan, we're struggling with it and there's a problem. We need help. Right. And if we can get leaders to see that um, and even teams to see that it's okay to say this is red or this is behind um, or we're not quite where we thought we were going to be. Um, I think my experience has been like people will say this is red and here's why, and here's what we're doing to solve the problem, and it's going to be okay. Like, don't don't bother. Don't worry about us. We're going to be fine. It's almost this idea that I have to come up with the plan and the solution and do it all myself to make it look good, like I'm like I got everything under control. And what I've seen shift is this: Hey, this is red. Here's the problem. I'm not sure what the answer is. Right. Can you help me? I mean, right. here's an idea, but I need help. I don't I don't want to try and make it look like I know everything and I have everything in perfect order. And it's almost like a, a, a dog and pony show or a facade, whereas now we're talking about show me the show me the problem and I'll help you get it, get it resolved. Exactly. And for leadership, helping the team remove those roadblocks, hmm. it's a change, right? Yeah. The, even the mindset of management, whether it's in the business or IT, 
uh, leadership in any function that is supporting an agile team, the mindsets of those individuals also have to change. Hmm. And they're all with good intention, and, and it's a journey for everybody because it, we have to approach the product teams and the agile teams in a way that we're enabling them mm-hmm. and that we are looking to help them improve in how they're delivering the, the product. Yeah, that's great. So I'm thinking about the what we measure is changing. And I think historically we've looked a lot at the thing we're building or what we're delivering and measuring on, did we do it on time? Did we do it with the amount of money we said we were going to? And a lot of times we're, we're making the trade-off decision of what the customer really wants against our timeline or our budget. Instead of asking what's gonna be the most valuable thing for the customer and for Amway or for the ABO and Amway, we're asking, what's going to be best for me to hit my plan and my timeline. And we have to flip that and we have to measure the results and not the activity. And I think that's something we've done with our internal objectives for individuals as we tried to get more to a outcome orientation versus an output orientation. Yeah. And it's all about that feedback loop, getting that feedback from the product owners that are in the market on the ground with the customers and the ABOs so that we can make those pivots and and deliver to that yeah and and really making some conscious decisions on you know it's okay if we deliver a product and we find with that feedback that it isn't delivering what we thought it was gonna Mm -hmm. and that is more acceptable today than it than it was years ago oh yeah because we would work you know 12 18 24 months delivering a a software product before and we would go live with it. Now we're delivering things, you know, even in two week sprints yeah. and getting things out. And if something doesn't work, the, the risk and the ability to take a risk is being more acceptable for product teams because if it isn't delivering that value, then we pivot and we yeah. go in a different direction. Get closer to yeah. that value. Yeah. I think it's, it's like- It's a huge it, change. Yeah, it is, and, but it makes so much sense. When I think about taking 18 months to deliver a thing there's a it's a it's going to be a big thing and so if it's wrong at the end of that it's a big miss but if it's two weeks or three weeks or a month or three months it's a much smaller miss and it's a lot easier to adjust because you're only you know a little ways off track versus a mile right so i think that's a it's a great a great reflection all right so the next question for you is what are the most common mistakes that leaders make when it comes to trying to be more agile? Trying to fix things for the teams. Tell me more. To explain that is to going with answers instead of probing the team to come up with what they think is going to solve an issue Mm -hmm. or help them progress and get better. So being the person with all the answers. Right. Mm. Yes. Management and leadership. There's a time and place to provide that input. Yeah. And I think the teams want it. Yeah. Right. There's many cases where I say, right. just tell me. Yep. <laughs> but but at that point, you're, I view it as you're just part of the team and it's one option. Right. Yeah. So a leader yeah. could give give their ideas, but then really look to the team and ask them, mm. what do you need? Yeah. So it's a shift from do it this way to 
what do you think about this approach? Right. And more of a dialogue and a conversation. I like that you you make the point of they're part of the team in that case. Yes. And it's one of the things that I, I say about Tom all the time is he's a really good leader because he acts like he's part of the team. Right. And it, he does some of the work we do. He's involved in the stuff we do and really feel connected and like high trust relationship there. I think the more leaders that we can get that are doing that, the more um, effective and I mean, more engaged our teams are going to be. Yeah, I think you touched on a key word there, trust. Yeah. You have to gain the trust of the team. Mm -hmm. And I believe to gain the trust of the team, you have to empower the team. And you have to trust that they're going to make the right decisions. And then also be willing to accept that there's going to be times when they don't. And that's okay. And they're going to learn from it. Yeah. And there's, I'm going to add one point to that. I agree with what you said. I think there's also, you got to spend time with the team. Right. I don't think you right. can build trust from a distance. It's really hard to build trust with things you're not familiar with. And that familiarity comes from being around somebody, working with somebody, uh, or communicating with them frequently. Right. And if, if you don't do that, you can't. it's really hard to have that trust. Right. We do have to take into consideration that we're a global team, a mm -hmm. global organization, yep. and we don't have close proximity to everyone. Yep. But you can take those same concepts that you just outlined and do it remote. Yeah, you can I don't do think. it in a phone call. You can do it in you know Skype and video calls, um, and it's just having that presence in many different ways. Yeah, and I, I I totally agree. In today's world, we can work from anywhere and be in touch with anybody, um, and that's that's normal. So it doesn't matter if it's a phone call or it's a face to face meeting. I mean, I I prefer yeah. one over the other, but in this case, what. I'm thinking about is someone who I interact with on a daily basis, I'm likely to have a higher sense of trust with than someone I interact with on every six months or every 12 months, um, just because of the relational factor of interacting with and hearing their thoughts and sharing my thoughts with them. It's a relationship. Yep. All right. So we are, so I guess the next question would be, tell me something that's difficult about the shift to becoming a more agile organization. I know we talked about measuring and tracking things. What's something else that that we're struggling with uh, from that in that shift from to be a more agile organization? So I think mindset and looking at things differently. You know, we're, as an organization, we're talking about the growth mindset a lot. Yeah, we've been making that change over the past couple of years. And it's difficult for some, it's more difficult for some people, and it's easier for others. Mm -hmm. I believe everybody has the ability to change, and we have to help the individuals that are, you know, it takes them longer, right? So giving them ways and tools to have that different mindset, to look at things differently, I think that's one of the biggest challenges that, that we yeah. continue to have. And, and to look at each individual and, and ourselves have the mindset of they can change, right? Uh, individuals may pigeonhole certain people and say they can't. We have to have the mindset and the trust that everybody can change. We have to help them in different ways and it takes people all different times and you know some people can do it in six months some people will take 12 months but i believe everybody has 
the ability within themselves to make that change. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a it's a that connection to growth mindset is really important because it's it's so closely aligned with the principles that Agile is founded on. I mean, the yep. how we work and what we care about those things all point back to the same things that a growth mindset would. You know, we're learning from our failure. We're growing from the things that we didn't know before. It's that, I think even back to your point about a manager, it's a shift from someone who knows it all to someone who can learn it all. And that that shift is is really important in a mindset. But it's a tough thing to, to even wrap your head around. When we say mindset shift, the words are so easy to say. But to truly change someone's thinking patterns that have been ingrained over 10, 20, 30, or 40 years, it takes some time to unwire that. Yes, it right? does. And that's not something that we can expect to happen faster. Um, just because we said go faster, we have to create an environment, foster that growth, um, and help people see that there's a different way to do this. It's going to feel a little vulnerable and a little uncomfortable because it's different, mm-hmm. but we have to create that safe environment for them to, to be able to do that. Yep. All right, so... Um, what are you most excited about as we go into 2020? Great question. The one thing that is the most exciting is that we have literally from the top the exec commitment to move to an agile organization. Mm, that's and powerful. it is powerful uh, and and it's visible and I think, that we all see it. Mm -hmm. So that's really exciting. As I look at how Amway is making the shift and continuing their journey on Agile, everybody is going to be looking at how to create autonomous teams. And it's not just in digital, it's not just in analytics, it's happening around the organization. Mm -hmm. So that's just really exciting for us. And when we look at where we're going to be, Amway, in the marketplace and keeping up with industry, which is what I started with, Mm -hmm. this is huge because this is what's going to push us to that next level. Yeah, I think it builds resilience into into Amway. It allows us to continue. Yeah, we also have commitment to uh, continue to grow the Agile Transformation Office. So in 2019 Mm. was the creation of the, what we call the ATO. And that organization is the sustaining part of the agile coaches, the agile methodologies, and growing upon that. And we have commitment, and we have the, the global visibility to continue growing that organization so that we can help move forward mm-hmm. agility. That's awesome. And we've been talking about the agile concept for a few years at Amway. Um, so in IT, it's been longer. We've been talking about agile, kind of the methodology. Um, but from a business side, we've been talking about ag- agility, business agility and those things for a couple of years. And I think it's just now starting to come to a head where we realize that we need someone to, to nurture that and someone to tend to that. And I think that's where the Agile Transformation Office steps in, almost like a a gardener who weeds and nurtures and helps develop the growth of the things that are in the garden. Um, And so it's really exciting for me to see that there's there's momentum behind it, there's commitment, and that people are feeling positive progress. Yes, we've we've been doing, you're right, we've been doing Agile in IT for 
what, five to six years? Yeah, I think 2014. Yeah, Amway is very common with other industries that have adopted Agile. We've made progress. We've kind of stayed at a steady state. We've regressed in, in some areas. We've reset. Yeah. And then we move forward. Yeah. What we've never had is that sustaining organization. So this year, 2019, is yeah. the first year, I'm going to say it again, that we have stood up the Agile Transformation Office so that we, we have the ability now to provide that coaching to sustain the levels of the, if you call them base camps, you call them the progress the teams are making, yeah, provide that support, right? the agile practices, exactly. Yeah. So going forward, that is really going to position Amway to, to move forward mm. in this area. I was just thinking this morning, so for those who don't know, the Agile Transformation Office has um, five to six full-time Amway employees with uh, you know a number of external contractors and consultants that are supporting us, bringing their skills in. And then we've also got people from other teams that we're coaching and working with that are acting as part of the Agile Transformation Office. So this morning we had our daily stand-up and there was like, I think 20 or 23 people That's standing awesome. around to stand up. And everybody was going around saying, here's what I'm working on. Here's the most important thing for me today. And there was just this awesome positive energy. And when we got all the way through everyone, I, I thought to myself and I shared with the group, I said, you know, I'm really excited as I look around this, this circle of all the people that are here and the smart people and committed people that are standing here. If we all go out today and help a team improve a little bit, how much of an effect we can have on this organization in moving us towards the goals that we've set. Yep. And it was really exciting to see. And I love, I love that. It's exciting to come to work and experience things like that. Great to hear that. Yeah. Any last comments? Continue to challenge yourself to always look at things differently. Accept hmm. change because change happens every single day, Yeah. whether we like it or not. So take change and make a positive out of it. And with agility and the agile journey that Amway is under, it's all about change. Yeah. So that's my, that's my parting words. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Tina. It's yeah. been great chatting with you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with others. To learn more about Amway's Agile journey, follow the hashtag AmwayAgile on Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And if you're an employee, do that and search Amway Agile forward slash in your browser.